Hi, and welcome to season two of the Influencer Podcast. My name is Sarah, and I'm so glad you are here. I'm really excited about today's episode as we talk about what happens when friendships end. My name is Sarah, and this is the Influencer Podcast. As a friend, I would love to be known as someone who's loyal and trustworthy and dependable. I do know that when I love hard, I love hard. And when I'm in your corner, I am your biggest cheerleader. So when friendships end, it's painful. As I've navigated the highs and lows of losing friendships, I've realized more than ever that there are a ton of books and talks about how to navigate life when romantic relationships end. But what do we do when we experience friendship breakups? That's what we're going to talk a little bit more about today. Most of us anticipate and expect relationships to end, but somehow we expect friendships to last forever. I know I have, and sometimes I secretly hope they will. I have lost friends, confidants, people I have shared my greatest fears, my most audacious dreams with. I've lost friends that I've shared meals and holidays together. Friends that I've experienced great victories and shared vulnerable and private moments of our lives together. I was thinking about when I broke up with my boyfriend of four years. I felt this freedom to share about the breakup and the relationship that didn't work. But as I've navigated friendship breakups, they're a little bit more tricky. There is usually a sense of guilt, shame, and insecurity that weighs on me and stays with me. And more than an honest look at what and how I could have been better or a better friend and handled a situation better, I carry that burden that's really not meant for me. I really believe we all have something to learn and grow from in our friendships, but just because a friendship doesn't last or doesn't end well doesn't mean we have to carry that burden of guilt, shame, and insecurity. And before I even move on, can I just say that I'm sorry? I'm sorry that you've had to walk the painful road of losing a friend. I'm sorry if they hurt your heart if they broke your trust, or if they betrayed you. I know it hurts. And while I wish we didn't have to walk through the tough moments, I know that they're a part of life. I know that they've been a part of my life, and so I want to help you. Over the next couple of moments, I want to unpack this more because I have a feeling you're not the only one who has experienced the heartbreak and disappointment that comes when you lose someone you care about. I believe we can grow and learn how to experience meaningful friendships and how to grieve and move on in freedom when friendships end. I believe we can flourish in our friendships and I believe we can do it together. Some friendships end as a result of a disagreement. Some end slowly over time and some end because of a disconnect that one or both of you feel is beyond repair. No matter how we get there, it's no secret that losing a friend stinks. I know that I have put a lot of pressure on myself and even unnecessary blame when it comes to a friendship that has ended. I have girls that are nine years old and they're navigating friendships. I love hearing them talk about their new best friend. Maybe they just met this girl in school or someone at dance or on the soccer field, someone that they have a lot in common with or maybe laugh at the same jokes. And so as an adult, as we cultivate and navigate friendships, I know when it's come to a friendship that has ended, it feels elementary to me because I kind of feel like the girls on the playground where it's like, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. But the truth is, is that 
adults lose friends. We have friendships that don't last forever. And so I believe it's important to know how do we navigate life and friendship. No matter how we get there, it doesn't change how hard it is to lose a friend. We can grow from any relationship, but our hearts are too beautiful, too valuable to allow insecurity and bitterness or suspicion to take root in our hearts. Ecclesiastes 3.1 says this, for everything there is a season, and that includes friendships. Not all friendships are going to last forever, and I think that's a great place to start the conversation. So what do you do when a friendship ends? Number one, we can grieve, but we don't have to dwell. What do I mean by that? We need to give ourselves space to grieve while being careful not to dwell. Grieving allows us to process and work through the pain, hurt, betrayal, frustration, or the sadness. And because there's no time limit on how long we will navigate that process, we need to be intentional not to dwell. We do this by bringing every thought and every emotion into submission to Christ. It is okay and often necessary to seek wisdom from someone who I would say does not have a connection to that person for insight and for clarity. We need a safe place to let down our guards and to share our perspective. But what does it look like to dwell gossiping with other people or other friends or rehashing things over and over in our mind. It's not healthy, nor is it fruitful. We do need to grieve, but we don't need to dwell in it. Grieving is a process that moves us forward. Dwelling is a place that keeps us hostage. Number two, release them. Friendships are a gift from God, no matter their length, their depth, or their impact. Instead of just, quote, moving on, end quote, I have learned the art of releasing that person by acknowledging the pain or frustration and celebrating the good. Praying for that person is a great way to do both. We can take our petitions to God while praying for them. It is an important part of the healing process for our hearts because as we pray for this person, we are reminded that she is God's daughter with real feelings, and with real hurts too. Speaking life over her and believing God for great things in her life keeps our heart in the right place. If it helps, try writing a letter or drafting up an email or a text message just for you, not to send, but just for you to release them into their next season. I think it's especially helpful if you have some things you wanted to clear up or maybe ask of forgiveness or clarity on something. Maybe you didn't get a chance to express that when the friendship ended. Releasing people. I want you to imagine, just look at your hands right now and grip them really tightly. I think this is a hard part when we hold our relationships like this, when we hold on for dear life and we don't want to ever see them go. I think it's a great heart, but I don't think it's a great position because what we do is that we choke the life out of our friendships and sometimes we're not able to release them. We simply just move on, but we move on bitter, not better. We move on still carrying the weight of guilt or shame or frustration or hesitancy for that new friendship or that new season that we're walking into. And so instead of gripping our hands tight, I want you to just open up your hands and leave them open. 
your palms facing up. This is the position we should have in regards to caring for people. They're not ours. They don't belong to us. But God gives us friends, sometimes in seasons and sometimes in a lifetime. And it's how we steward that relationship well and what we do when that relationship is over that means so much. Release them. Don't just move on. Release them into their very best next season. And when you do, you're going to release something in your heart too to move on as well. Number three, seek wisdom. God wants to give you wisdom on how to navigate your friendship breakup. I know God in heaven cares so much about our hearts and about our friends. There have been many times where I have felt as though I was supposed to fight for a friendship. And then there were other times I felt the best for me was to move on without a lengthy conversation. Now, I can't guarantee that I've handled every situation flawlessly. A matter of fact, I am certain that some of my actions or inactions along the way have unintentionally hurt others. In my best effort to use wisdom and to be obedient to how I felt I was supposed to handle that particular situation, I know I've missed the mark and I'm going to miss the mark. And that's the messy part about it. We won't always get this right. But as long as we seek God, surrender our feelings, and do our best to walk out what he has shown us, we can move forward in peace knowing we did our best. And in the same breath, we can also show grace to others believing in the best in them too. Seeking wisdom means to laying down what we think we should do or what we think we're entitled to do and ask God what he wants us to do. Sometimes that will be to fight for the friendship. Sometimes that's going to be to be still. Sometimes that might look like asking for forgiveness again and again. And sometimes that might look like just letting them go. Number four, keep the gift. I believe every friendship is a gift no matter how it ends. Most of the time, it is a clear reason why that the friendship is ending, so much so that we forget why the friendship was awesome and special. You've heard it said maybe this way, eat the meat and throw out the bones. The same idea is here. Recognize the gift and leave the rest behind. For example, when we moved to a new city and didn't have any friends, I met a girl and we immediately hit it off. We liked so many of the same things and it was really easy to be around each other. Her friendship was a gift to me in a new season in a new city. And that friendship didn't last. And while it hurt and it was sad, it's okay. I can, with confidence, talk about her from the perspective of the gift of her friendship instead of focusing on the disappointments of that friendship. When others ask about her, I can say with enthusiasm, I am thankful for her and what her friendship meant to me when we first moved to town. It was great having someone to share coffee and fun days with. And I can say that authentically because that's true. That is the gift that I am keeping from that friendship that I will take with me in that friendship. And I think that's been the most valuable piece in all of this for me is keeping the gift and letting go of the rest. Number five, friend again. I hope it never gets easier for me to lose a friend, but I pray that I keep getting better at celebrating the gift and releasing people when our season of friendship is over. 
I know it feels safer and easier to shrink back and not open our hearts to new friends in fear of getting hurt or being let down again and again. I think it's pretty amazing that our God in heaven chose to live a life here on earth in the company of friends. Looking at the life of Jesus, we can see up close what it looks like to love people wholeheartedly. Jesus served his friends. He washed their feet, shared meals with them, entrusted them with intimate moments of his ministry. Jesus willingly and humbly chose them, fully aware that some would deny him, betray him, and even sentence him to his death. Jesus knew the risks of friendship, yet he loved and showed up anyways. He not only befriended them, but he befriends us too. Friendship is a gift, and we are meant to share life with others. Some will be for small seasons, and others will be a lifetime. And because of that, I don't want to grow hardened or put up barriers in the name of boundaries. Instead, I want to do the hard work and the risky thing and leave my heart wide open, ready and able to love and nurture new friendships again and again. And I know you do too. I would love to hear how this podcast spoke to you personally. You can do that by grabbing a screenshot of today's podcast and posting it on your Insta story. Tag me at sarahjohnson.co and let me know some of your favorite takeaways. It's a great way for me to know what is speaking to you most and a great way to share with your friends who might need this message too. Because hey, friends don't leave friends out of awesome things. And I have a feeling that what's happening here at Influence Her podcast is pretty awesome. Another way to help support this message and something that would mean the world to me is if you would subscribe to this podcast, rate it and review it. Thanks friends. Have a wonderful day and I will see you soon.